for the record, Sherm, I, I don't want to fight you. Well, I'm glad you came to your senses. <laughs> I'm glad you figured yeah, things are out. You? Yes. I don't even want to fight Dieter. I mean, I would, but I don't want to. <laughs> you would? You would? <laughs> oh, I hope to God he's listening right now. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHP. It's a special day, a super special day. We had Gary Lezak in studio. Now we have the dynamic duo back in studio. Gary Dieter and Anthony Sherman. And now you have listened to Navy Katie say he didn't want to fight you, but he would. <laughs> Wouldn't fight Anthony Sherman, but he'd fight no. you. It'd be bad news for him regardless. I'm not too concerned. How'd that make you feel when you heard that, though? I didn't hear it. Anthony Sherman told me about it, so I wanted to confront Nate. Well, now then, that you've heard it, what do you then, think? I mean... I think uh, Sherm brought up a good idea. What was it? If sport, if, there was it was oh, if sporting it was loses even too. Yeah, what was both it? of us? No, it was oh the Nate's, PK, the PK. Thing. Yeah, if he doesn't get four, which won't happen, <laughs> then we roll we roll the the, the ring out. Yeah, or the or octagon, whatever you want to do. And I want I want to fight him in dirt behind your house. Oh, you, oh the old dirt fight. Yeah, All yeah right. we got cameras and stuff for that. Well, yeah, we can we can live stream it. That's where we need to be. No holds barred. Nothing. No, maybe some bare tape. knuckle. No tape on their knuckles? knuckles. It won't last long, boys. Like it'll be it'll be over quick for him. Fresh meat. Yeah, no Kimbo slice style. That's right. I feel Look, like you, you see what have I'm a wearing. Better chance you see what I'm wearing? You got the white beater on. Wow. I'm I feel ready. like he would. Sh- you'd have a better chance of him showing up if you did it in like a controlled environment than just my backyard. <laughs> It's not as cool though. I, yeah, I get that, but like we're trying to we're trying to not, sell fights. Yeah, but he's not he's not showing up. <laughs> Oh, first man, thing. hey, look. You think you could score four goals on that goalkeeper? First things first, that's what's got to happen. Tim Melia is recognized as a cheat code. That's the Jake, how great is he at stopping penalty kicks? He's the best in the He's league. the best. He's the best in the league. He's the best. And when we had him on the show, I brought this up. Ten shots from Nate Bucati. Nate, without hesitation, said, well, I'd make four of them. I think I can make four. Jake found that to be utterly ridiculous. And now we've got – and Tim Melia said he'd do it. He'd take yeah. part in this. We just need time and venue. I said maybe two, and that's being nice. Yeah, but you're, you're bitter, Jake. Two out of I, – I, I'm bitter, but I'm real. Uh, yeah. I, I don't – I still – I don't know. This is uh, – like, this would be very – I mean, I'd, I'd show up for this. nobody was watching, I think you'd be – yeah, you might have a chance. But like, I feel like – I'm good under pressure. I feel like Jake would score more goals than you. Ooh. Look, I see the reason Jake's bitter is because I've had no problem scoring on him in multiple Ooh. competitions. And I was like 350 pounds, well, and he still struggled. Like what, what else? Yeah, I didn't really Easy on my weight. You were 350 pounds. What else? <laughs> what else? Uh, I was I was probably stoned and? and and probably a little, probably about a pint of booze in, and maybe hung probably over? not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're gonna have to do all of it. I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I'll do. I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the PK thing against no, Amelia. But you know you will because it's tied into it now. Yeah, I don't know if I'm fighting. I, I said I don't want to fight Dieter, but, I, you but would. I would if I had to. Right. Yeah. No, now you have to. Well. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, right. Now, now you have to. Why would you if you had to? 
Well, I don't know. I, I don't know what the circumstances. I'm really just trying to get under Dieter's skin. <laughs> Let's go to the. Uh, in a rare in a rare uh, instance of my mouth getting me into trouble. I mean, that's never happened nah, before. No, you're not. You're not known for that. No, not at all. Me and me and Sharv know a good spot. We can go. I'll go. Fight. Look, I can fight dirty though. I mean, I look. Wow. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just no. saying. All of us meet up there. Yeah, no. we'll take some people on. Nope, it's gonna take more than <laughs> no. dirty fighting. Like probably a nine millimeter. So we have a we have a lot to discuss here. Besides who Nate will fight, <laughs> we can always get back to that. No, it will come up again probably. But let's start with um, at least the, the the news that we know that took place yesterday. Uh, I would like to get the reaction of each of you um, of the release of. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, that will save the Chiefs $12 million to go up against a cap. He had inconsistent regular seasons, but damn it, in the postseason, when the Chiefs needed him most in that AFC Championship game against the Bengals, uh, that, that game-stealing catch against the Ravens, catching a touchdown in this last Super Bowl, he came up big in the postseason. What's your reaction to the Chiefs moving on from MVS? Gary Dieter, then Anthony Sherman. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. I think just his his cap number just doesn't make sense with production. But like you just said, he, he ended on a high note, um, made plays when we had to. And in the playoffs, those big games, it always seemed that uh, he was coming up at the end and, and making those plays that weren't happening in the regular season. So it was great to see. I'm happy he could uh, end on a high note versus uh, one of those situations where things didn't go well and you have to think about that. But he can go on a high note. Uh, go to a new team uh, and a fresh start. So I'm I'm happy for him, but the number just doesn't make sense production wise. Anthony Sherman. Yeah, no, I mean I agree with Gehrig. It, it um, again, he showed up big when it mattered the most, and uh, that's what we can always remember him for. Uh, yeah, I mean the the cap hit is is huge because now that's that's a lot of money that can and can be divvied up or. or given to another receiver or something else is going on in, in the next few in the future but um but yeah i mean he showed up he, he did what he did it's not surprising that they let him go i mean we've always talked garrick and i like you know there's there's a thing in the nfl it's like a cap casualty like you might be a great you know pretty good player do what you need to do stay stick around for a, a long enough and then when that cap number gets too high they walk, they you know they 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 walk from you and they, and they let you go find somewhere else to go. All right. So then the other news: Legarius Sneed gets the franchise tag, and he's been given permission to seek a trade. Uh, and so it appears like we're headed towards maybe the Chiefs having the ability to to keep Chris Jones. It seems more likely now than it did a few months ago. But they, uh, it looks like. Legarius Sneed will likely be, and they're saying they want to keep him, but where things are headed, it seems like he'll be in a different uniform next year, but the Chiefs will be able to get some compensation for it. Yeah. I mean, it feels like the Tyreek stuff all over again. I mean, obviously they didn't put the franchise tag on Tyreek, but he wanted the trade and wasn't going to get the money that he wanted. So it feels like that's the same situation with Sneed. They did this with D. Ford and got a second-round pick from the 49ers. Yeah, so – I mean, Snead, obviously, great player, one of the best DBs in the NFL, showed up in the biggest stages, uh, made so many big plays. But I think we said a couple weeks ago, who would you rather have? And I always go back to the – I mean, games are one up front. 
and you can kind of get away with some lesser DBs uh, on the back end if you have guys disrupting the, the plays like Chris Jones does. So he blows up plays. So I would take uh, I would take Chris over Snead if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, starting a team right now. Uh, but yeah, Snead's obviously going to get paid somewhere. I don't know. Uh, obviously, he's going to. I think he just deserves more than 19 million. Uh, the Falcons which, and the Eagles seem like they're interested. The Eagles will make sense. I mean, they they definitely need help on the back end, and the Chiefs have some young DBs that are. I mean, they're good players, so I don't think they're too worried about it. And like you said, you can get a couple picks for him. Uh, why not kind of go out on that note? You you always want to kind of leave with something rather than just let him leave. Anthony Sherman, I think it's it's good for both both sides. Um, it's good for Snead that he can actually go out and seek the trade and and you know hopefully go to a team that he wants to go play for. And then for the Chiefs, it's great because that you yeah you're going to get compensation back for a great player. Um, and it's it stinks, yeah. We want you know you want to keep everyone. You want to keep everyone that won a Super Bowl and, and help this team. But it's the NFL. It's a business, so they got to look out for both sides. And and, and I feel like Veach has done you know over the, over the last couple of years has done a great job of building teams to win the Super Bowl. It's not necessarily yeah the cap number might look silly or the contract might look silly, but like it's proven that some of these guys have come in in key situations, MVS, and, and made big plays when it mattered the most, and then you can just move on. It's just it's tough when you get that dead cap when, when they're not on the team and, and you get a lot of money to pay them. Okay, some other news, um, and I, I want to ask you guys, because uh, I think this, this would be a big deal. This would be a big loss for the Chiefs. According to NFL Network's Mike uh, Garofolo, the 49ers are interviewing Chiefs defensive backs coach Dave Merritt for their defensive coordinator position. And he certainly deserves it, uh, but he is he's one of the main reasons. He's one of the guys responsible uh, for you know coaching up these young defensive backs and getting the most out of them. Um, what do you think of him interviewing with the 49ers as defensive coordinator? And if he were to leave, how, how big of a loss would that be? Um, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome when when any any franchise wants to interview your coaches, and because obviously they're doing something right for all these other teams to take recognition of it. Um, I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think it's just it's possibly uh, it's a good process that he can go through when he does it is ready to to make a move and and experience what it is like to be interviewed for these positions and what what the numbers are out there right now and kind of he gets to decide what he wants to do um i i don't i think i mean he's he's awesome he's he's one of the best coaches on the defensive side of the ball um awesome dude awesome family man uh i loved my time with him but again at the same time i think there there's uh who did i see that was just let go by the dolphins uh Sam Madison. Madison. I mean, he's been here. He's another good dude. So if we do lose him, I think that'd be the an easy easy pickup for us as a team, and and to get to get him out here again, very familiar with the the defense and, and the organization. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I know he's got some kids in, in high school and stuff like that. I've seen his oldest boy play last year, and, and uh, he's a good player. So I don't know if he'll want to uproot them and move them across, you know, halfway across the country to to. Uh, for you know, last couple of years of his high school career. Okay, next topic, Nicole Hardman. Yeah, so he uh, was on a podcast with Ryan Clark and had plenty to say on a number of topics. You guys have been uh, teammates of Nicole Hardman. 
He went to the Jets. Things didn't go well. Came back to Kansas City. Here is uh, a sampling of some of the things he said about his former team, the New York Jets. What went wrong with the Jets? They trade you. What went wrong there? Y'all treat certain guys that shouldn't be treated like they should be treated. And I just feel like it's not an established coaching staff there as well. Like, you just got a new coaching staff that came in. There's no standard there. It's like everybody do what they want to do. And defense have a more of a stabilized standard with that with the coaching staff on that side. So you could tell the defense got a standard. But the offense is just like, all right, we'll just figure it out. It's Aaron's show. Let Aaron do what Aaron do, you know what I mean? But then when Aaron go down, it's like, we don't know what to do. But this is that same coach that just was out of a job the previous year that average get a new job. I know for a fact I'm better than him for sure. Like I ain't trying to, you know, I know I'm better than him, I'm better than him too. Garrett Wilson, the only person y'all should just be like, hey. So I have no problem with y'all putting around Garrett Wilson for sure. I don't, I don't care. Like that's fine. But when you come to certain other things, like come on, like. I don't understand why I'm not in the rotation with that. And y'all never gave me a reason as to why either. This this my thing was. Y'all can't tell me about winning. I've been to four Super Bowls in five years. You know what I'm saying? Now, you feel me? But beforehand, I've I've been to four AFC championships. I've been to three Super Bowls. I've won two of them. Like, I know what winning looks like. I know what winning is. So y'all keep telling me certain things. It's like I'm not going for that. Like, because y'all not doing it right. Like, we got hammers on the ground. We don't got no discipline. People feel like it's too many individual egos in this locker room or whatever. And I'm telling them, like, this not going to get y'all to win. It's not going to happen. Okay, and also, um, uh, apparently McCall Hardman said he'd refuse to return punts versus the Chiefs because he felt special teams coach Brant Boyer had misled him about the punt returning job in camp. Uh, and he was he said he was nursing his uh, hyper-extended pinky. And when Robert Sala tried to convince him to return punts against the Chiefs, Hardman told him, I'm not catching for that man, which he meant Boyer, the special teams coach. And now, most recently, after all this came out, now some Jets players are speaking out. And uh, okay, so Joe, let's, is it the GM, Joe, Joe Douglas, here, this is Joe Douglas talking about McCall Hardman. Not to get into any specifics on what uh, McColl said, I, I'll just say, look, McColl, um, we were excited to sign McColl. He was excited to obviously join our team um, in a situation that really Xavier Gibson really came on for us this year, and um, he did an outstanding job for us. So um, ultimately made a decision to, to move on from McColl. Um, but, uh, you know, um, our process of that in McColl, he, he was excited to be here. And um, it just it just didn't work out, and a lot of a lot of that has to do with Xavier. And so now Connor Hughes, who covers the G, the, the Jets, says that uh, there's belief from the Jets that McCole Hardman, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the opposition, as implied by several players, including Sauce Gardner and Kenny Yaboa, and not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs. Uh, they they basically claim that he he leaked the offensive game plan to some of the you know the George, a lot of Georgia players play for the Eagles to the Georgia Eagles and also to some members of the Chiefs and that I mean Sauce Gardner and Kenny Yaboa were tweeting about that that's a lot there but what do you what do you what do you make of all this Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of drama going on. Um, I'm, I'm I'm on the fence on uh, uh, about the whole thing. I think McColl. Um, doesn't need to go out publicly and, and talk about that stuff in, to that much detail. I think him uh, being a free agent this year, um, I think teams seeing that uh, don't 
I, I don't think teams would like that. I think if you have a certain way that you do things, yes, it's a the Chiefs do a, everything kind of their right, way. Right. Yeah, they have a they have a culture that's set. But at the same time, if you're a free agent, I mean, it's not going to be the same everywhere you go. Like you 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 know that you know it's not going to be the same. Obviously, coaches are different, staff is different, players are different. Um, so I, I wouldn't have gone into that much detail on everything. Obviously, it didn't work out. That's probably what I would have said. I, it didn't work out. I'm happy that I got to get back to Kansas City and win another Super Bowl. Any league game plans? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, the Jets' offense was so good one, outside of those one, two games. <laughs> one, I don't think he leaked game plans. Two, it, what is like? You don't know when that play is going to be called. Yeah. Like you, like I don't. I'm a, yeah. Teams have. I mean, teams have your plays. You have everything you on, on film, film already from every game that you've possibly probably played as a coaching staff. Yeah. On film, regardless of where Hackett came from or not, like every. Like, it, but, so the thing is, it's like, wasn't that yeah, one of Zach Wilson's best games against the Chiefs? I mean, he actually looked good against yeah, the Chiefs. You can have the game plan, but you have no idea when that play is going to get called. What defense you have called during that situation, and two, if your guys actually execute what was supposed to happen. Now, now the Jets are asking the NFL to investigate this claim. Uh, Harbin said that uh, by that point in the season when they, they played the Chiefs, I was so checked out like it was over with. I had already talked to Veach and Pat like, come get me. Two weeks later, he was traded back to KC. Yeah. Those are. Um, uh, the list of things you probably shouldn't say. Well, right. you know, the thing is, is like, did he? If you have the guy's number, it's not tampering. If Harbin said it, exactly. Like, hey, come like, get me. You you can't. What you can't like control who texts you. You know what I mean? Right. Like if if <laughs> McColl texts Veach and was like, "Hey, come get me," and Veach never responded. Well, then like, what is that? What, like, I mean, you still talk to like four teammates. Like when you were in the yeah. league, the team of uh, a player left, you still talk to him. Yeah. But like, if he just texts. I'd like to take you Texas Beach. Come get me. And Beach maybe thought he just needed a ride, you know? Like, where are you at? Send the car to get him. So, do you think, you think that's tampering? Uh, yeah, like I said, I, w- I wouldn't have gone into that much detail on some of the things that he said. Oh, but really? He did what he did, and <clears throat> now he's got to He's feeling fight himself the, after right. that Super Bowl. He's, yeah, yeah, no, he's got <laughs> sure to fight the Twitter, Twitter wars all day, every day, which is not fun. Okay, now let's get into these grades. Oh, by the way, I mean, did you guys see the the, the new plans for the renovated Arrowhead? Do you have any? Ask Sherm about it. I'd like to ask you about it, Sherm. You told me to ask you about it. Yeah, yeah, those That's are. That's going to cost hundred million. Say what you think. Those are really cool. Yeah, those are. Um, I'm really excited about the uh, the new renovations in Arrowhead. Yeah, no, actually, sorry, not in Arrowhead, around Arrowhead. Right. So it doesn't. Actually, revolve the stadium. I don't think at all does it. There's going to be the new end zone club. Or oh wow! They call it down on the field. Cool. I, don't, I, I like when the, feet, the, the balls on the other side of the very cool. field. You can't see anything, or like you'll be watching on the scoreboard. At yeah, time. yeah. Sarcasm. Uh, you new know, walkway, though. New walkway. Yeah, where is that? Is that in Johnson, Jackson County, or is it in Johnson County? Because it looks <laughs> way walkway. too far. Well, you've never parked out that far east, have you? Uh, no. Is there a parking lot that far <laughs> yeah, east? There sure, is. there is. Yeah, yeah. And they're just going to, so you they're don't have to walk between little, the cars? So no, you there's already, isn't there already a bridge? Well, there's a bridge, a little bridge. It's yeah. a tiny little one. They're going to build yes. one that looks that like goes all the way to the stadium, I guess. Oh, cool. Be fun. 
Yeah, like a, that's gonna be cool. Like a, maybe put a little walk, like the escalator. airport walkers. Yeah, it, like is, you can get them yeah. a little bit faster. The, the human like transporters. Yeah. yeah, is that what they're called? People yeah. mover. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> you seem underwhelmed by this, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, just listen. Like you're gonna spend that kind of money. Just why don't we just knock it down and build a new stadium? Anthony Sherman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I looked at it and thought, that's $800 million? I mean, but Hell of a $800 million million doesn't get you as far as it used to. There's a know? football field out there. I yeah. wonder, if is, is it full size? Did they say it was full size? It looks size? like it's full size. Wow. Turf? Looks like it. Because I mean, they have that at AT&T Stadium, and it's like, okay, all right. There's it's nice. Yeah. Sure. Some, I'm not, hey, great. Throw some button hooks here. Yeah, get out there and kids for take a while. The, take the kids out there and throw some passes around, sure. Chuck it around. Yeah, maybe we'll see if we get a game out there or something, you know? I got one, me <laughs> and Dieter can play some one-on-one. Oh, no, really? He continues to knock at the door. When are you going to answer it? I'd rather go to his backyard. I mean, I mean let's do it. Sherm, I got a football field in my backyard. I'm going to Arrowhead. He keeps poking the bear. Oh, he, he, I thought, you see this, gonna right? It's going to happen in the parking lot. <laughs> you see this. It's going to end up he, happening he, in the parking lot. He goes, oh, I was just having fun. But he it's over, you know. That's, that's fine. Nate, though. That's, that's disrespect. That's, that's Nate. It. It's pretty much I've gotten every one of my ass Can we in get into these grades now? <laughs> Would you like it? Can we go over these grades? I can't wait to hear what you say. What? I mean, we same almost the same grades as last year. I think it worse. No breaks. No. <laughs> Derek Dieter said no breaks. Okay. All right. We're going to go. What do you want? Item yeah. by item. Okay. Item by the item. The Border Patrol. There he is. He, he didn't do it. Wise guy. He's no. just letting you know he's in, he's in he's control, in control. There. Okay. We're going to start off. This I'm at the NFLPA.com. And I'm just going to read some things, and you guys can tell me what you say here. Yeah. The Chiefs come in uh, second to last place among NFL clubs in this year's survey. The one bright spot for the team is head coach Andy Reid, who was the highest-rated head coach in the NFL by the players. Other than that, the players are frustrated by their workplace offerings, especially after the team's sustained success in recent years. The responses identify major issues in two areas, quality of care and out-of-date facilities. The number one complaint when it comes to the facilities is the locker room. Though the players received actual chairs with backs to sit in at their lockers in response to last year's feedback, it did not change the fact that the locker room is overdue for renovation. And again, it's not the stadium locker room. It's the practice facility locker room. The one that you're talking at about. every day? The one not that you're, the one you're at. at. Yes. Yeah, not the one you're at okay. one, you're, you're, eight days a week. Right. You're, you're eight there. Days a year. Eight days a So you're there. The one that, 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 like you said, that's where you spend all your time at. Okay. What adds to the frustration is that management told the players that renovations would come after the 2022 season. The players went on to win the Super Bowl, and when they arrived back at their facility for the 23-24 season, they realized the team never followed through with the promised renovation other than adding the chairs. The players' issue with the quality of care is mostly centered around the training room. The players feel like the training room is significantly understaffed, with only 43% of the team responding that they get an adequate amount of one-on-one treatment time. Players feel that the staff is unwilling to provide the necessary treatment to support recovery and performance. For example, players are not allowed to get preventative treatment, soft tissue work, other care for soreness and day-to-day issues, a regular offering across the NFL. From the results, it's clear that there has not been a significant reinvestment back in the facilities, even after consistent success. That has led to a high level of frustration among player respondents and reflects in club owner Clark Hunt's rank ranking as the least willing to invest in team facilities among NFL owners ownership group and opinions of the respondents. So that overview, do you ag- agree 
or disagree with anything in in that over a couple things okay. I, I don't know if i've ever ever heard of players knowing about renovations i don't think i was ever uh, maybe i wasn't on the higher end of things to know when things were supposed to be you know redone around the building so i don't know if that was i don't know i mean i've never I don't know if I think it was just a, things. I, like, I think it was a rumor because like guys were like, "All right, we just won the Super Bowl. We're, we're gonna probably going to get some, get some things. nice things." But the thing is, is that, like I think I saw Garrick last night. The the facility has everything you need. Yeah, I mean, obviously they've been successful, so it doesn't. They're not lacking in something. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be. I think it's just more of a gesture to the players, like, "Hey, we care about you. Like, let's 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 make you something cool that you can be excited to come to every day." Um, they're clearly pretty. Pretty uh, proud of the chairs, you know. That, that, yeah, that's that's big. Yeah, chairs not once, chair bags. Not never. It is worth. Nope. Whose chair is that? Who bought that goddamn chair? That's not my chair. Not my chair. Not my problem. That's what, that's I, what say. I say. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't you know, he lost. You made you interrupt you. Just just lose your chain of thought. But they they mentioned the chairs several times. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's something. That <laughs> I'm they, just trying to think. It seems like hey, we got the chairs. They what got back. What else you? They got back. Did you have chairs with back chairs? No, we had stools. Stools. We had stools. I didn't really have a problem with the stools. They're comfy. It would have been nice to have you a chair. A, to, you, but could, back you, in, but. could you have used a chair with a bat? Yeah. All right. No, I would just play basketball. Well, what, let me ask you a question. What, you, what, have we, what, have, what have we provided you right now during the segment? This is a comfy chair. A chair with a bat. A chair you with a bat. You have back, right? Worn we don't, you don't see any damn stools in here. All right, now go ahead. Uh, no, I think uh, I think at the end of the day it's work. So, obviously, it's got all the things that you need uh, in the workplace. But there's, there's a lot of things within the facility that you would want upgraded. Um, I hear what they're saying with the – with the training room, obviously you want uh, more, there is a time for soft tissue work, but it's like you got you have to wait in line, you have to say, wait your yeah, turn. I'm pretty sure that was a thing when I was it, there. It was a thing, but it's like you have to wait, and it's obviously not ideal to wait forty five minutes for somebody to get done, or especially so, at the end of the day. Yeah, so like I would I would have liked like an outside um, outside like a couple of masseuse come in. So is that a staffing problem then? Uh, they had that. I mean, there would be like one though. Oh, so like well, I, I mean I'm not so at Bama. You know, Jake has an outside masseuse you could talk to, but I'm not. I'm sure he does. So so at Bama, I'm not going to like compare the two because college is a lot different. But at Bama, uh, every single day there would be six uh, masseuses that would come in after practice, and all the older guys go first, and then. Kind of goes down, but well, Alabama, I mean, baby. Deshaun Watson took care of it. Himself. Okay, there we oh, go. Man. Go ahead and cut uh, that microphone yep. off. Don't. I'm trying to be professional here. End of the I'm show. trying to be professional, Iceman. Let me live. <laughs> uh, the locker room, yeah, it's old. Uh, it definitely needs uh, some updating. You spend a lot of your day there, and it would be nice to be a little bit more comfortable. Um, but then the day. Coach Reed always says it. I mean, you're here to work, and it's not the you're not here to, to sit around and lounge and uh, hang out. So they did make it comfortable. They put chairs in with yeah. backs. All right, you lean back. Not my chair, not my problem. Well, I don't, That's what I say. Okay, let's. Okay, so my let's, thing is I don't know like what. All right, go it's to a I, locker I room. Got it, I got it's it. It's a got locker room. It. Yeah. So like you hang your stuff in a locker, and it has that. No, don't act like that. Don't act like that. It, it needs updating. No, it does. The mean, lockers are small. You need a flat screen in the back so you can play Xbox. I don't, no, you don't care about that, but you care about the size of the lockers. 
I mean, I don't. I, in the amount I, mean, I feel buddy, like Sherm's about to work. You're not looking for all the luxuries of a five-star hotel. No, no, hotel. don't get me wrong. It'd be it'd be a nice jet, like I said, a nice gesture to be like, hey, we care about you guys. Here's some like a new locker room, new like new main floor of the Agreed, like 100%. new bigger weight room, more or like. Some natural light space, in there. Better, ba- better basketball goal. Service. The basketball goal could be upgraded. No, that thing's great. Yeah, but soft like, rim. My, my, like, soft. I, I don't, I don't know. All right. So if you go walk at Sporting, for example, like you go walk in there, that's like a damn palace. Well, so like on it a is. on a on an athlete. Uh, like treatment recovery side, like you walk through there, you're like, all right, this is this is how any pro or uh, professional sport organization should have it. State of the art. Oh, complete. Like anything you need, you walk through. You got you got the infrared. You got the hyperbaric chamber room. You got an altitude room. You don't need that in football, but there's so many different. There's like ten different rooms if you walk through. They got red light out there. Pretty sure, right? That's awesome. That's just for Nate. That's just for the broadcast crew when yeah, you're out there before that's a game. Awesome. That's what I get. I, what I, I bought some panels. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it's a one-stop shop where you don't have to go outside the building to, to get treatment, to get recovery. You have everything there that you actually need uh, as a professional athlete. Like, when I have my back issue, um, the doctor recommended that I need uh, to, like, sit or lay in a hyperbaric chamber for, like, an hour a day. And they didn't have a hyperbaric chamber, so we had to drive over to the Royals. Uh, stadium. They the Royals had it. randomly have one in there. Did it help? Uh, yeah, it helped. But, but the Royals had it and the Chiefs didn't. Right. So, like, oh. small things like that where uh, recovery-wise, um, just treatment-wise, there could be, I think, just a lot. Um, they could put a lot more money into it. Okay. So there, there's these groupings, and they get they can break, we break them down even more. Okay. Treatment of families. D plus. And the points yeah. are they provide a family room at the stadium. They provide daycare across the street on game day. They do? A, well, heard of it. a number of players want daycare to be offered on site, like most NFL teams, which would make it much more convenient for their families. So, what we're confused about, where are they providing daycare across the street? Are you dropping these kids off at Denny's? Or, like, what was going on? What's happening? <laughs> I never heard of, uh, I never even heard of that service. So, I but where across the street new. are they this at? What street? Maybe yeah. they're at Kaufman. You think? Maybe they're in like. Or the, is there anything in the practice? I mean, I mean, or is it the practice facility? Like, what's across the street? I know there's Taco Bell, Coco the gas Keys? station. I, I, are they Coco Keys? Out of the <laughs> they go swimming over there. Well, they didn't. It just says they're across. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't so know what street. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Maybe I, they implement. But that. Do you I, don't, I have no idea. I, I've never heard of it before. Same. Uh, well, we, how old are your kids? We didn't have. It wasn't even an option when we played. So you didn't, there was no daycare. There was no. No, it wasn't even an option. It was. Okay. It was bring your kids or don't bring your kids, and they're going to watch the game or not watch the game. So you understand the D plus, like because most most NFL says most NFL teams offer daycare on site. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I never heard of it, but there are some teams uh, that do have. I mean, you, a lot most more of these guys have family. babysitters or nannies, so right. like just have your daycare at home. Okay, so you don't you don't think that's a big deal? I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're out. We're like. I don't think it's really a big deal, but no, no, I wouldn't even put that as a ranking system. So okay. the treatment, family treatment. I mean, yeah, it could be a little bit better. Like, like what? Well, forgive me if, I, if, perks. if I don't, yeah. you know, like, I don't get to see you guys after after games. I know soccer alarm, but like at the sporting Jesus. games, a lot of times after the game's over, you'll see the players out there on the field, and they're they got their little daughters and sons yeah. out there running around, and, and you, can do, so, that. you can do that, yeah. So. I guess what I am saying is I know from my wife's own experience that taking a three-year-old to a sporting event sucks. 
you don't get to watch any of the game if you don't have somebody there. If if you as a player would like to have your three or four year old come to the game so you can have those moments after the game with them on the field doing all that stuff, that seems like that'd be a pretty nice thing for your wife to be able to go to the game and still enjoy the game. Um, Without uh, without having to chase a three year old up and down the stairs the whole time, you know, it'd be nice, but it's not a it's not a it's not a deal breaker. Yeah, right. not a deal breaker. I mean, it's not going to keep some free agent from signing, right? Like he's not. No. Gonna, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Like that's I can understand why players and wives would care about it. Though. Yeah, I think it's a weird uh, ranking deal that they even had that on the list because I never even heard of. Uh, Anything family. child care, yeah, child care. No, like I know they have the family room, and, and everyone gets to go down there after the game if you have a pass to then go and see the player, coach, whatever it is on the staff to, that you want to see after the game. And you can and you can go on the field after. Like I mean, at least when we were there, you could go on the field with whoever was in the family room with you and go on and take pictures, hang out for a while. There was no issue with that. Um, it also depends on like the player. Like if I mean, I don't know if you have. Antonio Cromartie or Philip Rivers on your team, that daycare is probably a bigger deal, I would think. Maybe Tyreek Hill. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, that I might be a deal breaker for Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a deal breaker for sure. I, I think that, yeah, but I, again, at the same time, I don't know that stadium well enough to where you would put it in the stadium. Like, I'm assuming, obviously, it's been there forever. Like, there's probably every room is being used for something important during game day. Yeah. What, what if they provided kids with new chairs? <laughs> With the bags. <laughs> Toys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We'll take a break. Back at no this break. on WHB. You know, I wish there was some place or someone that could help young wide receivers in Kansas City that were looking for training. Just nothing for them, man. <laughs> yeah. Poor kids. 630 to 730. 630 a.m. Sunday mornings. 6.30 a.m. If you're a real dog, you're showing up. 6.30 a.m. If you got that dog in you. If you're a dog, you're showing up. You're putting in okay. the work. I'm training. Toka FC, Garment Soccer Complex, in the back, indoor facility. What the level? nicest facility there's, in there's Kansas City. Shows up. Anybody that shows up. Nate can show up. Steven can no. show up. Jake can show up. I have a real question. This is a legitimate question. It comes from Philip St. John. This is a young man that's a junior in college, yep. but all he 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 play he plays he takes it serious intramural football flag football love that and he wants to run crisp routes come on he wants to be someone that you just can't cover yeah would you would you train someone playing intramural football buddy I'm training anybody if you want if you want if you if you have love for the game and you just want to train come on out he wants he said he wants to dominate can you help him do that yes there we go yeah see I mean. Go play intramurals, brother. That's right. 6.30 a.m.? 6.30 a.m. When the birds are sleeping, I'm working. That's how you find out who's got that dog in them. I'm saying. Or that's the only time I can get to be out. Okay, perfect. Either one. Either one. There's no way he decided he was going to do it at 6.30. No, I mean, you know me. I do like to get all my stuff done in the morning. That's right. He's a morning guy. Okay. Gets me out of the house. Next group. Food. Cafeteria, you got a C minus. It's really, I mean, it's not a cafeteria. It's, it's more or less just a box, a box with a bunch of tables on there. 
There's no, there's not a real, like, not a, a real, like, full-on kitchen back there. You don't there. have, like, a chef back there. Yeah, there is. There's a chef. Five chefs. But there, it's not like it's a full-on. The food's good. I've, I've, been, I've right. had food there. It's pretty good. The food's good. I've had a meal there. There's, you can't complain about the food. Like, that's like a. It seemed delicious to me. I don't is know. it is it a five-star restaurant? No, but I bet you it's in between. Uh, I bet you it's right at a four-star. It's be the same type of food. No. Sherm doesn't agree. That's that's how you In get a seat. So. I mean, just make it a cafeteria, like a big one. Yeah, I think the actual room and stuff could be a lot nicer. And, like, it obviously would benefit the chefs, but for what they have, the food's pretty good. Oh, yeah, they do a great job of what they have. I'm saying bacon, make it better. Bacon slaps, especially oh, yeah, when you're winning yeah, games. Yeah, bacon. Me and Sherm up there, a little bacon avocado. All right. Nutritionist, dietitian. Yeah. Got an F. Yeah, there's... There's really not. So the team's head dietitian was given the second lowest individual grade compared to other dietitians around the league. The major issue is that the players feel like she is very rarely present at the facility. I don't think I've. I think I've seen her twice in five years. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't know we had one. Never. Un, sure, I'm unaware that that would the grade would suffer if a player is unaware I mean, I that if you, you exist. It, I know if you needed stuff, you could get like they would get you someone yeah. or something like that. How big of a deal do you think someone. that is? It seems to me like in a sport like football where you're trying to maintain body weight and all that other stuff that this would matter a lot. Yeah, I mean. Probably younger, younger players more. No, I mean, if you have a, an issue um, like inflammation or some type of injury that you do need to change your diet around, obviously it would benefit you. But, I mean, there's – I can't think of too many cases that I saw where guys would, like – eat a strict diet. The only guy I could think of was Bucker. Like, Bucker would eat rice, a steak, and, like, eggs. And he weighed... Well, dude, dude would bring a scale, like, weigh out his rice. Really? Yeah. So how long did you play with the Chiefs? Eight years. And you're unaware that there was a dietitian? Man, I knew we had one. I just, I just never, never saw, saw her, her well, like, that's, in the building that go. much. That's, that's what the complaint is. Okay. So they're definitely not, like, in your face trying to... No. <laughs> we never saw her. So I, I don't... <laughs> I don't that, that, that would be the opposite of in your face, I think. <laughs> I don't think she had an office or anything at the right. facility. Okay, lock... Go ahead. Well, I... Surprise! I'm about what to make another it? soccer analogy, and I probably probably yeah, should. I really yes. want to go back to when he couldn't talk right. about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> you looking skinny. So maybe maybe soccer players have to be a lot more fit than football players. I don't know. Wow. I don't think it's wow. terrible. Fit or just sickly looking. But Why don't you just reach continue. over and slap both of them in the <laughs> face? It's like a marathon. What's going to happen like is we're going to get we're going to talk about what he does. It's a marathon right? runner versus no, a real listen, athlete. We'll get we'll get Beast on the phone and he'll it's, just it's delete just his me. number and stop answering him, <laughs> I mean, and he'll be heartbroken. You wouldn't. So. Okay. You'd never. He'll Locker be heartbroken. <laughs> okay. Uh, the good. Okay, and we're going to go with this. Again, this they they're highlighting this, so I have to mention it again. The no. good news is that after many years, the team finally provided actual chairs for players to use at the lockers. The issue is the players feel like the team promised them much more. The original plan was for them to do a full renovation of the locker room after the 2022 season. However, the team never followed through with that promise, and then that also leads into the F minus for Clark Hunt. They say Clark uh, Clark Hunt receives a rating of 4.9 out of 10 from Chiefs players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities. And so you, you, you spend the majority of your time in the locker room at the practice facility. Do, do you feel, we talked about this earlier, do you feel like it needs upgrading? And did you have that feeling that there was an, uh, an, uh, an unwillingness to invest in the facilities? Uh, I mean, I feel like any, like, Anything that is, like, 
possibly out of date obviously needs upgrades. So there's, I mean, you can upgrade stuff every four or five years if you really wanted to. And not like you, you would, but like there's always upgrades for everything. I mean, our, our phone upgrades every what six months or something. So, um, it, yeah, it would be nice to see a change in like the facility and like how you, the layout or whatever it is. But at the same time, like if these guys are so upset about it, then don't sign here. Go somewhere else. Watch the Chiefs win another Super Bowl, and then be like, "Oh, maybe I should have just signed there." And regardless of the facilities, like it, you know, what I mean, it's more of like the gesture of being like, "Hey, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for what you've done for this family, this team, this organization, this city." Here's here's a new locker room. Here's a new training room. Here's we want to treat you like the champions you are. Something like that. But like other than that, I mean, I don't know. This is such a big deal. Well, it, it's it's the timing of releasing it with the stadium renovation plans. Oh, yeah, yeah I didn't see. That, is there there is the facility still there? It's not it's not addressed in this at all. The uh, basically Clark Hunt said yesterday he was asked about it. We're so we haven't really put any thought into the training facility. Um, right on this plan, we're going to consider that and come back later. And then people hit him with the "Have you seen this report card?" And he was kind of like, "Well, we're going to we're going to we're going to consider that." We're gonna well, we 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 renovated the locker rooms a couple years ago, and they go, that's not the locker rooms we're talking about. Yeah, so no, you dance around it. I always saw. I, I mean, Chevy Cheese to have their office and practically move out here. Oh, come Johnson on. County, oh, come boy. on, baby, come I, on, I think, move it out to Kansas, come on, move out to the good side. We got the best uh, come on. skies and okay, training staff. Training room. Training room D, training staff F. Says training room. Many players feel like the training room is significantly understaffed and it also lacks the necessary equipment that is found standard in most other training rooms. The team's head trainer is given the second lowest overall grade in the league as compared to other team ratings for their head trainers. Uh, the players feel like the training staff only slightly contributes to the success. The Chiefs trainers received the lowest score across the league in this category. A number of players feel like the staff is not willing to provide support and treatment to all players. And some players say they're unable to get rehab done to prepare for practice and reference an overall lack of care by the team. Uh, I, I don't know say, if that's true. I mean, if yeah. you're on the treatment list, you're going to get treatment. Like, yeah. there's going to be a tr- trainer that gives you treatment. So I think some of these guys are, are other facilities are just giving out treatment regardless if you're on the list or not which is fine whatever you want to do but like the chiefs have it set up where like the guys that are on the treatment list that have an injury that need to be taken care of are getting treatment regardless of what time they come in like they're going to get treatment and i always hear players rave about the actual trainers and the yeah i thought they were i mean i didn't i don't know what like the thing is it's it's tough for me because like what's what are these other like how many trainers do these other teams have I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are right on there with the amount of trainers they have. Yeah. Or, or are we just becoming softer as football players at uh, a younger age now that they just demand treatment constantly because they can't figure out a way to do it themselves to get themselves better? I mean, that's yeah, that's true. Why is a head trainer get the second lowest overall grade? Um, I mean, I think Rick deals with i mean he's i would say he's an overseer i mean he obviously gets his hands on when he needs to but when you're i think what is his direct title i think it's like the director of something where he's overseeing kind of every aspect of um the weight room the training room 
And sometimes that can uh, rub people the wrong way if he's not necessarily hands-on with people. So He's also old school. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean there's, old he's old school guy. Like, I'm, the, the generations now are getting soft and can't take can't take being pushed or hard and hard nose and yeah. like ask ask i mean i can guarantee you if you talk to grunhardt it was never a thing <laughs> like no. you know what i'm saying like it's yes it's yeah. old school like hey listen yeah but time has changed though i get that but like so should the chiefs change with the times or should they just he's vice president of sports medicine and performance yeah so I, no, I just stop finding these kids that are so soft no you're, is he part of the softer younger generation? No, I'm not. He went to Bama. His? You know, they, they oh, yeah. pamper those guys. No. I don't think Garrett ex- experienced the full pampering of Bama. I <laughs> no, think he I was one of those. He was in there grinding and doing what he needed to do. And no, I, I mean, like, I took advantage of the resources that yeah, were available. Yeah. But you but didn't. Yeah, yeah you, you weren't. Like, I'm not, so, not going to complain soft. about You're it. You're not going to complain. No, I wouldn't complain. But I, I would say, I wouldn't say if there's anything wrong with the staff or anything. I would just say give give the guys more resources. Give them Go to, go walk through sporting. Go see what that facility is like on a on a preventative rehab, pre- preventive. I mean, preventative injury stuff. Um, they have everything necessary uh, that an athlete would want. So I would just say give the guys a little bit more resources in the facility. This guy's absolutely glowing right now. The more you mention sporting, I mean, it's I didn't do it that time. I know, but just it's, I mean, it's a it's a play. I mean, every time I go in there, I'm like, man, this is this is pretty nice. That uh, I would think. An organization. Uh, Sherm would look happy right now. Well, Sherm's never been there, so he, he doesn't I, I, know. Yeah, I've never, like. I've never but seen like, him. But like I, tour. He would no, be no, put it this way. Put it this way. I, when we went to Miami, and it was the older facility, yeah. and that not even the new one, when we played there for the Super Bowl, when we walked in the locker room, we were like, wow, yeah. this is really nice. And it, was and it was cool. But, like, it didn't make us look the Chiefs are the best. better. Yeah, like... It, it, it was just it, 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 like I keep saying it's it was a gesture to, not for Miami but like a gesture to be like hey let's get you a new locker room let's you know LED lights or whatever it is like whatever makes it look really cool different you know there's different lockers now that you can buy that have different compartments and stuff and stuff like that like the one at the stadium I see that yeah you, you can know. build like the building the USB ports yeah, like, and then like you can plug your, the jewelry I always everything. thought the old locker room was cool though like you walk in there it's like alright this is this is sick because it's like the old, same yeah, yeah same guy yeah same, a lot of the history in there but like I think it's more of the gesture aspect of it like build a new you know, get, get some more cold tubs. You know, they have cold tubs, but like get some more uh, a nicer hot tub, bigger hot tub, whatever it is. There's there's stuff that you can do like very minimal to make it where guys are like, this is sweet. Like I like Put coming a ball court. Like I would think that pond. just if you know, a, a, a fishing pond. <laughs> there you go. The watering a watering hole. Yeah. A lot of downtime. Yeah. I would just think that if, if you're Clark Hunt, you don't like this this perception because oh you don't you don't like the F minus. Well. To, to, I mean, to Sherm's point, we, if, if a free agent is going to sign with the Chiefs, it's going to be about the money and the winning. It's not going to be about how nice the practice facility is or whether or not their wives get daycare at the football games and all. It's all that's all stuff is not. It's secondary to what the Chiefs. You, you keep Patrick Mahomes, you keep Andy Reid, you keep winning. Everybody's going to think you're great. But to me, like if you're Clark Hunt, they always talk about wanting to be a first class organization. That's I would think that's part of it. Right. You want your your employees, your players, the most important employees that you have are the players. The reports embarrassing. You'd want, yeah, you'd want them to feel like, hey, we are we're a first class organization all the way through. Not just when we win games on Sundays, but the way we treat you, the way we treat your family, you know, those types of things. And also, Sherm, you'd like the the younger players tough it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, just straighten your back, tough it up. 
All right. It's yeah. I mean, I think we're there. They can't be pushed. I think they can't be challenged in the weight in the in the trainer room to to get back faster. I think it's just like, hey, you know, in college, I could just do my treatment and be so, ready when I'm ready to go. So, what are your thoughts on McCole uh, not going to punt return because of his pinky hurt? Time for extended. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't agree with that. I mean, I feel like I'm a like if the coach asked me to do something. Like, I mean, I, I, I went back there on. He said he wouldn't catch the ball for, for that against, man. Against Chicago. Yeah. Remember, we had that little thing where I was like the yeah. off returner. And yeah, that the, wouldn't work. But, yeah. But I'm saying, like, that could have. I, yeah, no, whatever it is. It, he would have caught it, but. Whatever it is, like, I would just do that. You would have done it. They asked you to do it, and you said But I can yes. see where McColl's coming from. Like, when you're with the Chiefs, like, there's certain things that are the way they are. And you just uh, you adapt to it and you enjoy it and then you find that it's like I wouldn't have gone into the detail but like what I'm saying is the stuff that he says I I'm going back and like hearing like there's no helmets on the ground like we don't yeah. do like there's guys there's held accountable there's yeah, a, there's a structure culture wise you don't have to go in and tell a whole interview about it but like oh, I can did. see where he's yeah no I know but I'm saying there, I can see where he's going with. Like he he enjoyed what the Chiefs were doing and now couldn't ab- adapt to something. Yeah, but why like, is it every time he's talking, you're just shaking your head? Like, he's no, a, he's an idiot. Because this wow. dude, like, wow. it's like if you if you get a guy from a, another team that comes in the Chiefs and like they're talking about what they did with their last team, it's like, buddy, nobody cares. Like, this is a new team, it's a new organization. You got to wipe all that. Off yeah, your but plate. when your team is the winning team, I know. But I'm and saying that team like, sucks. But at the same time, it's not like you're the. It's not like. McCole, it's not like you're the quarterback. It's not like you're the, I get that. the biggest player on the team. I get that, but like there's certain ways to do things, and he might he might know the right way. Yeah, maybe, but I just I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of going uh, comparing organizations. Everybody, but isn't that sometimes I didn't say compare. I just said there's certain things that it, like if maybe he was noticing those things. Who knows if he actually told people, but like maybe he was noticing those things and was like, maybe this is why this is why we we can't figure it out on offense, so we can't do this. But don't you hear GM sometimes when they're talking about signing a guy from a championship team? He, he, Look he's, at Tranquil. He's a championship culture. We're, we're bringing him. He knows he's been Look around. Look at Tranquil. Yeah, he, it's okay for him to say it's way better here than than. I mean, he, he rarely talked about the Chargers all year. What are you talking about? At the end of the year, he was like, "It's way better here." Like, yeah. because it is. That's not comparable. I didn't say McColl was right by telling all the details. I was just saying I can see where he's coming from. If you're going to a new team and your your mind is on this, and you think every organization is like this, and then you go there and it's not. Yeah, I would agree. I think he handled it the wrong way. That's all I'm trying. That's to what across. I'm saying too. I agree with you on that, Gehrig. And I would like for him to handle it differently because he is a free agent and he ended the season on such a high note. Yes, it's like, you would right. love that, but he didn't do that. So now we got to just man up and figure with, it out. Deal with the repercussions. Okay. I mean, he's doing podcasts. Why don't you get him on your podcast? We I'm had, had, him, had him on, we had again. Him on during the season. Uh, and get him back. Nah, he, he basically on the said show. all those things. No, did he? Yeah. Who's next? Winchester, right after this. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of him? Sure. Yeah. You gonna ask him about all these grades? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are gonna ask him. Yep. He won't. He won't. He'll give us the political right <laughs> answer. But do you have any information for any wide receivers looking for training out there? Just hit me up on Twitter. I'll see you guys Sunday six thirty when the birds are sleeping. Where can I listen to this? Lee Summit. Lee yeah. Summit North. Where can you listen Wait, to podcasts? We're, 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 we're looking. Apple. Lee Summit North Buddy, High School. Listen. Buddy, we're, we're looking. Come what? on. Lee Summit North. I'll let you, boy. 
Give us a call. I'll let your boys. I wish we could do this for another hour. All right, let's just keep going. No break. Cut the music. Cut the music. We're we're rolling through. Stop. Sorry, Jesse. Jesse, go home. Jesse, turn around. You understand they they made Marco do this before. Well, I'm not Marco. There you go. He's not Marco. He's He's not Marco. Open the phone lines. (laughs) No. Oh, no. He made him open up the phone lines, too. No, No, we're not doing that. How do you think that went? Good luck. I kind of want that to happen again because it was an hour of magic. Yeah, I bet. We will uh, take a break. Who knows what happens next hour? I don't. Back after this on WHP.